podcast as part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Welcome to today's episode of the 49ers Unrestricted Podcast. Daniel and I are very excited to be here talking playoffs with you as we get ready for the 49ers Divisional Round matchup this weekend. Daniel, how are you this morning? I am well. I am well and I am excited that the Niners get to play this time around. Playoff football is just the best and it's more fun when you're not only when your own favorite team is in it, but also playing, so I get to watch them. Uh, the bye week is nice to have, but man, I, I'm excited for this next matchup. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to preview that with all of you guys. Yeah, ab- absolutely. A, a exciting, an exciting game coming up against one of the 49ers. Kind of premier matchups of the past, maybe maybe five years. We've met them in the playoffs a few times. Had some big games against the Packers. If you want to know who won, the answer is the 49ers. But before we dive into that, do want to just catch up on some 49ers news in the playoffs. First, last week, right after we recorded, Adam Peters, assistant general manager from the 49ers, was hired by the Washington Commanders to be their new GM. Uh, It's going to be interesting. Peters has been around with the 49ers a long time, and a lot of people give him a lot of credit for some of the 49ers' best personnel moves. You hear him being like, oh, there go our best fifth-round picks, or that's how we got all these good trades. Peters has definitely been a really, really influential figure in the 49ers front office. He has not, he was turning down all the GM interviews over the last few years, leading to a lot of speculation that that John Lynch was going to leave sometime soon and Peters was just holding on to get that, was going to be the heir apparent there when he moved, when Lynch maybe moved back to the booth. But Peters, I guess, decided to grab his opportunity in Washington, get the number two pick. Excited for him, seems like a good guy all around. I think it remains to be seen the impact this will have on the 49ers. A lot of people are quick to credit Peters for the 49ers' successes. He clearly has been a key part of this team building process, but we have no idea how much he was, and we won't know that really until next until next offseason. I don't know, Daniel. How do you feel about the Peters news? That's that's <clears throat> What's funny is I was going to ask you, hey, what does this mean for us, that the assistant general manager has gone to um, – a conference rival what does this mean for us and you pretty much just answered it it's hard to answer because we don't truly know who was what was john lynch the guy kind of pulling off some of this stuff was it more peters himself i don't know so hard to truly tell and i'll go one step further and say if you are telling me you do know i think you're lying (laughs) like i don't think anyone knows but clearly a loss in it, it was nice to know we had Peters available if Amazon ever wooed John Lynch away back to the booth with some significant sums of money. There was just a lot of, like, it was nice to have that security of we know who the next guy is, and now we don't. And hopefully this happened because John Lynch was like, I'm here for the next 15 years, Adam. Like, go get your gig. But it's it's definitely a loss. I don't think we know how much of a loss yet, and I am 
pretty confident this team is going to be fine either way. But yeah, it's a loss. Yeah, so I think we're really only going to see what that truly means for us. Uh, I, the only way I can I can pretty confidently say that we'll be able to draw signs from it is in the draft, and not maybe not even this draft because Peters has already prepared for this draft. I would say, uh, at least relatively. So yeah, that's a really good it's, point. It's so hard to tell because like. Maybe we won't see a difference. Maybe it was his, it was his brainchild with all the, the picks, as you discussed. Um, but John Lynch or whoever else learned that system. So I hope that we don't see a difference. That is that is what I'm really trying to get at here is I hope that nothing is different for the 49ers front office in the, in the sense of picks. And I, I don't want it to look any different. We've been killing it so, so hard. I do not want that to be any different here. Yeah, no, definitely agreed. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. And yeah, I think you're right. There's there's no use speculating other than it is a loss, right? We don't know what the loss is, but I think we do know that, that it is a loss for for the 49ers. And that's okay. So I think that's just that's kind of where we're at. Uh well first totally. we, we do we do want to get into the 49ers upcoming matchup. Obviously, we don't have anything to review since the 49ers were on a very, very nice bye week over the weekend, but it was a, a very fun play. Well, actually, no, it really wasn't a very fun divisional round. There was only one good game. That was Lions-Rams. <laughs> hey, there was there was some funness to this. Maybe we have different perspectives here. Uh, I was gone this weekend. I was at a winter camp and had no service, so I didn't even get to watch any of this other than the Monday night game. So I did not get to see the Texans blow out the Browns. Sorry, Joe Flacco. I did not get to see the Chiefs play a Dolphins team that just didn't show up. I did not get to see the Packers steamroll the Cowboys, but we will talk about that one. And as you said, the Lions just barely beat the Rams 24-23. The Bills beat the Steelers 31-17. And what I love, yes, I'm using this big time, is that last week I predicted the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would beat the Eagles, and I had full positivity that they would, and they smashed them 32-9. to So that feels good for me personally as a prediction. That feels good for me as a Niners fan. That feels good for anybody who's not a Philly, Philadelphia fan. Yeah, I mean, Daniel, the, is, the entire reason we do this podcast is to make sure we can point to our correct takes later because we have them on record. So I'm just glad don't we let me. that. Don't let me get in the way of you calling the Bucks. Uh, Debo Samuel said it. The Eagles were were frauds. They were soft this year, and and you have to wonder a little bit. Dang, if if Purdy's elbow holds up, do the Eagles even make it to the Super Bowl last year? Uh, obviously, a big win for the Buccaneers. They now go on to face the Lions in Detroit. That'll be obviously the winner of that game. We'll face the winner of this 49ers-Packers game. Packers coming off a huge win. They destroyed the Cowboys. Obviously, the 49ers have also destroyed the Cowboys, but Jordan Love is playing like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Took him a little bit at the beginning of the season, but he is he is playing really, really well. Matt LaFleur, coach of the Packers, coming out of the Kyle Shanahan tree, of course. Kyle Shanahan tends to own his ex-assistants and has owned the Packers, but Matt LaFleur is continuing to prove one of the best offensive play callers in the game. What they've done with this transition from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan 
Jordan Love is really, really something special, is really, really incredible. Uh, the Packers obviously now might be at a streak of three really, really good quarterbacks in a row. So they're going to have really, really good QB play. But the defense did kind of smother the Cowboys for a while. I don't see them smothering the 49ers. But let, let's dive into it, Daniel. How do you see this 49ers-Packers game going? Where do you want to start? Yeah, it's, it is hard to – this is a funky game to prepare for in a way, like even just mentally. Because let's look – Let's look, oh, wow, words are hard. Let's look at the stats versus the Cowboys, who I wouldn't say have the best defense, but have some key players on it for sure. Like they got Micah Parsons, they've got – is it Deron Bland? Is that his name? The interception guy this year? Or more like the pick six guy this year? Um, yeah, the record of pick sixes in one season. Yeah, Demarcus Lawrence. Like they've, they've got some playmakers. I just don't know how good they are as a collective defense. So Jordan Love, this is what's kind of crazy. I know people are talking a lot about Jordan Love, and he got it done. Like The dude had a 157.2 quarterback rating. But he only threw the ball twenty one times. So small, yeah, small I think they, they what they sense. ran for hundred and fifty yards, hundred and forty something yards, right? Yeah, so Aaron Jones had twenty one rushing attempts for hundred and eighteen yards and three tutties. So one thing is that just doesn't happen against the Niners. That will not happen on Saturday. So I'm I'm not saying that they couldn't get uh a rushing touchdown at all, but they will not get Aaron Jones will not be getting three rushing touchdowns. I don't even think he'll be getting to a hundred yards. So that is putting the pressure on Jordan love. If the Packers are to thrive at all, do well in this game against the Niners, it will have to be through Jordan love, whether it's uh, his ability to truly drive down the field and make, make something out of each drive and granted, I haven't gotten to watch a whole lot of Jordan Love, especially I missed this last game, and all I have is the stats to go off of. So just reading these stats, I can see, hey, he got a lot of help. He's not going to get that same help against the Niners. How much is he going to be able to take on? But what's really crucial here is, so he was 16 for 21. That is only five missed passes out of 21. Three of those missed passes all went to Jaden Reed. He was 0 for 3. And I really like Jaden Reed, so that was kind of a bummer to see. He helped me win a fantasy championship. Uh, is it Christian Watson? Yeah, Christian Watson. Christian one, Watson, yeah. One reception. Aaron Jones, one reception. Tucker Craft, two receptions. Uh, what's his first name? Wicks. Dontavian. Dontavian Don Wicks. Two receptions, 25 yards, touchdown. Luke Musgrave, three receptions, 52 yards, and a touchdown. Here's the big hitter, Romeo Dobbs, six for six. For six. Uh, six for six on targets, receptions, 151 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, this is oh. a really, really young receiving core and pass yes. catching game, too. Yeah, is Has that where to you're be going? The uh, yeah, yeah, I think their average so age of the offense is 25 or something like that. That's wild. So I can't even I, – I would bet big money. There's no way a single 
player in this offense other than Aaron Jones and David Bakhtiari and maybe another offensive lineman, I don't know, have ever been to the playoffs or played in the playoffs. Yeah, no, I I think you're about right. I mean, Jordan Love probably backed up Aaron Rodgers on one of those games when the 49ers beat him up, but other than that, but I think I, I think the Packers offense, right? Yeah, they're really, really young. They're good. They're, they will probably drop some points in the 49ers, but I expect a couple things. I think the 49ers will figure out a way to stop the run because they will not be run over like the Packers were. And Steve Wilkes is going to throw stuff at Jordan Love. You know, He really likes to cook up funky looks in the secondary, odd blitzes, things like that. He's going to confuse him, and, and Jordan Love is... In many ways, you know, a really fresh quarterback to the NFL. In many ways, he's experienced. He's sat behind Aaron Rodgers. So maybe he's ready to read defenses. Maybe he's seen it on film. And obviously, Matt LaFleur, a really good play play caller, is going to put him in a great position. But I have a hard time believing that he's going to be able to hold up to all the all the things in Steve Wilkes' bag of tricks, right? So I'm guessing we're going to see some funky looks coming out of the secondary, some blitzes, some pressure on love. And then it, it just comes to the other side of how many stops does the defense even need to get, right? Like this offense, I, I can't see being stopped. And maybe I'm wrong. Obviously, we could be wrong, and I'm ter- scared of jinxing things, right? But the offense is going to cook. But I still think I, w- I want to chat a bit more about the Packers defense versus Packers offense versus the 49ers defense but my point I want to make is even if the 49ers just get two or three stops that's probably plenty yeah I'm I'm trying to even think uh who is on the Packers defense I know a couple of names so let me pull that up obviously the ones that come to mind are Kenny Clark defensive tackle nose tackle who is legit so you got Kenny Clark, uh, but then they also have some young guys, Devontae Wyatt and Quay Walker. I think those are both out of Georgia, right? Was Quay Walker out of Georgia? Yeah, yeah, I think Quay yeah. Walker was out of Georgia. Uh, Preston Smith is still there. That's crazy. Uh, Devondre Campbell. So they've got a really good front seven, very similar to the Niners, but not, not nearly as skilled, I would say. Uh, also, Rashawn Gary. And then there's secondary. Bro, they still have Darnell Savage. How old is Darnell Savage at this point? Also, Jair Alexander, but I see a questionable tag next to his name, so that could be huge. Uh, What? Darnell Savage is my age? He's 26? I feel like he's been around for a very long time. That's crazy. You've been around what? for a very long time, Daniel. <laughs> uh, if only I was in the NFL a long time. I don't. I just don't get how he was around for so long, if he's only 26. That's weird. Okay, so uh, also I lied. David Bakhtiari is on injured reserve. He will not be playing. I should have known that. Yeah, man. What a, talk about a guy who just is so good and just is not, just doesn't have the health. It's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the best offensive linemen in our generation, but. He's done it for a long time, and his body's been wear and tear big time. Yeah, no, just uh, a bummer. But this Packers offense has been cooking for the last month or two. I mean, they had a total turnaround in the season. Jordan Love is is playing like a different guy, and it's just uh, it's it's a bummer that they've <laughs> that they got good just in time, right? But I I kind of think that the Cowboys game is probably going to be there. I mean, how do you come off of a win like that and 
and get just as excited for a game against the 49ers. And the 49ers are just a team of professionals. You know, they are just they are a fi- they get business done. And so I'm I'm excited about that. Any other key matchups 49ers defense versus offense versus Packers offense? I wish I could give more specifics other than I expect things to get funky and I expect some blitzes, but I I don't know how much more I have than that. The cornerback room, obviously, we're always a little worried about, but they, they keep playing better and better. Big injury on the 49ers defense is Clellan Farrell won't be playing. He's going to be out. So he had been the main 49ers edge rusher opposite Bosa. Chase Young, obviously, coming in for those passing downs, but Farrell had been by far the most consistent, by far the best edge rusher against the run. So that is is a bummer that Clellan Farrell is not is is not there yet and and nick bosa talked about how you know randy gregory chase young these guys are great they have not learned the intricacies of this pass rush system yet they're still kind of working that out the defensive scheme and so hopefully they're able to pick that up they were able to pick that up in the past two weeks but clellan farrell being out is is a loss i would say i would agree i mean any player out in this incredible roster the niners have is is a bummer uh but I George, do, I do have good news. What's your good news? Eric Armstead, full participant in practice this week. Hey, John Lynch said is, it looks like he's going to play. That is good news. The uh, the two other questionable guys, um, George Odom is coming off injured reserve on Friday, right before this game. So we'll have some safety depth. Um, and I, I think even more importantly with George Odom is his special teams contributions as well. Well, I just don't know if that means like who comes off the IR the day before the game and, and is good to go full capacity. Yeah, maybe, maybe you're probably right. And then also, Dre Greenlaw is questionable with his Achilles, and he is questionable for the game against the Packers. He has been he has been practicing though, so I think that we've yeah. got a solid shot to see to see him out there. He's just still got that tag, and I would love for it to go away. Yeah, no, I I agree. Definitely the you got to be hoping to see, to see, Greenlaw out there. Um, but obviously this this is a healthy team coming in, and you've got to uh, you've got to be ready, and you've got to be healthy. And the NFL playoffs go to whoever's healthiest most of the time. So the 49ers are in a great position to make a run. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey is going to be back. So I'm really excited to watch to watch this team. Yeah, let's take a look at <clears throat> let's take a look at our offense and maybe I don't know. I'm trying to think of not just a not just doing a bold predictions here, but I'm trying to understand. I want to even try to like guess what this game could look like flow wise for the Niners offense, kind of where they decide to move. So as we <clears throat> excuse me, as we already said, the defense is is almost fully healthy. Well, I take that back because I forgot about guys that have been out, like Drake Jackson, uh, Kalia Davis, and Talanoa Hufunga have all been on the IR. And then Clum Farrell, as we said, is out. Um, but other than that, it has been a fun a fun crew to have, and I hope that they are here for the long haul. I've really enjoyed the addition of Logan Ryan, and I didn't yeah. think that I necessarily would. He's been playing really well been playing really well and again this is one of the things where i'm like man i wish that we could see inside a locker room or even just hear inside a locker room uh i bet he has had such a big presence especially in the playoffs i believe he was a part of the bucks organization when they won the super bowl when they had their crazy good defense i think he was brought in 
at the start of it or even just four playoffs. And so he, I believe, won a Super Bowl then. He might have won one before. Uh, but what I expect most from this defense, I think this is what I hope most for because I don't, I don't have oodles of evidence to go around to support this, but other than just who they are and what we've seen them do. But I, th- I think this, this defense will, will play as a unit uh, better than most any other defenses will. I think that is something they do extremely well. You know, we've talked all season, last couple seasons about, uh, I don't know what they call it within their team, but they everybody swarms the ball. So when that ball comes out, everyone is at that ball by the end of the play. You know, that was one of my favorite things about Talano Hufunga, who even when the whistle is dead, even when the whistle is blown, you can see him finishing his sprint to the area where the play is because he has that mentality of, I need yeah, to get there. And, and that is the signature thing with this 49ers defense, right? They are physical. They rush to the ball. They finish plays they are a physical physical aggressive defense and they're always just flying around the field and that's always just so so fun to see and you already know that with such a young Packers uh, just team a lot of the guys on their defense are pretty young as well Uh, and not too many guys on the Niners maybe age-wise might not be that far off like Nick Bosa isn't isn't that much older than some of these guys but in terms of experience in the NFL, in the playoffs, these these are veterans. I mean, they are going to absolutely use that over the Packers, and I think they're going to be more aggressive than normal right out of the gate to yeah. maybe try to throw the Packers off in a sense there. Uh, There's also just something to this 49ers defense has been here before, you know? They've yes. done here. They've been here many times. They've taken care of business. They come in expecting to win a game like this, whereas the Packers are coming off of their biggest win of the season that nobody expected them to win. Very, very young. Haven't been in the playoffs really. This is a like just the 49ers expect to win this, and that helps. Absolutely. So I mean, you've got we've got guys like Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa, Dre Greenlaw, Fred Warner, who have been around for the long haul. Uh, I don't think Chase Young has been in the playoffs or any really high-level playoffs, but he's still a stud. Javon Hargrave has absolutely been there, uh, just not with us, more like against us. And then guys like Traverius Ward has a Super Bowl ring with the Chiefs. So he, he's been there. He understands this. And then Tashawn Gibson, I don't know his playoff uh, pedigree, but I know that he's been around for more than 10 years. So he he's got some some good veteran leadership there. And so I expect this to be a huge game from our defense. Yeah. And I mean, really the not, only rookie on the 49ers defense getting significant time is, is Jair Brown. And we obviously talked about him a lot with the, how just solid he's been. And that's all you can ask for from a rookie who's thrown in like that with, with who out with the knee injury is he's been fine. And that's all you can ask. So that's really the only significant inexperience on this defense. Really the only other spot of that on the 49ers team as a whole is Jake Moody, kicker. And that is something we're worried about. If this, game, if, the four, if this game comes down to a kick, I'm going to be very, very nervous. And, yeah. and, I don't, and I think Moody's really good, but he's missed a few kicks. The only game-winning kick opportunity he's had was against Cleveland, and he shanked it. So I'm just let's, let's win by more than a field goal. 
I would like yeah, to I do mean, that. We're, I'm, I'm with that. Uh, we're already nervous enough when there is a kick, right? It's terrifying when the game comes down to a kick. I don't care if it's Justin Tucker. Okay, I take that back. If I had Justin Tucker, I wouldn't blink an eye. Anybody else, I'm nervous. It, it is a kick. I mean, anything can happen. Even I, I don't know. I can't think of a time Justin Tucker has missed an uh, important kick, but I feel like he has to have at some point. But Moody's a rookie. He's young. That's You do not want the game to be put on his shoulders or on his leg, rather. It's not a fun feeling for him, for any of us, for all of us. Uh, when he makes it, he'll be on cloud nine. But I would love to just have this game be decided essentially before the fourth quarter even starts and it going our way. Yeah, I uh, I think we are on the same page there, my friend. I would like it to not be that. That is, I think, the thing we would be most most worried about, right, is that that weak spot of, of the kicking game. But should we, should we shift a little and talk about the 49ers' offense against this Packers' defense? Yeah. Would love it. Um, my, my first thought is Christian McCaffrey is the tone setter of this game. A lot of what this man does is going to decide the game. It is certainly the the tone and the pace of it. And so I think that the Niners are going to they're gonna probably run the ball as they normally do to start a game. I think there could be a big pass to set up a big red zone first drive. And I think Chris McCaffrey is easily gonna get the first touchdown. Because I think that that is the most unstoppable way for the Niners to pull ahead immediately and who better to do it with than Chris McCaffrey so yep I think he is just a, such a key player in every game but especially this game and McCaffrey doesn't have much playoff experience and I think that matters zero I think that he has been in big enough games I think that he is good enough and he certainly seems uh, smart enough mature enough he is he's been around long enough to know that this is this is a meaningful game, and I'm going to come out there and do my job. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm with you. I expect a really, really big CMC game. He's been he was obviously nursing that oblique injury, but he he should be all good to go now. And yeah, it should be really, really fun to see to see him cook. I'm with you. He is the focal point of this offense. I expect him to be the focal point of this offense, and. I think we will see CMC all over the field as we always have. Rushing game, passing game. We'll see if, if Kyle rests him if we're up. He probably won't. He doesn't like to. But this 49ers offense is healthy. Trent Williams is ready to go. Brock Purdy is playing the best ball of, of really any of his career. Obviously a, a young career, but he is playing really, really, really well. And it, it should just be fun to see this 49ers offense cook but I'm with you Daniel Christian McCaffrey is the focal point he is the entree of this offense and I expect to see him go off the entree of this offense I like that of course we can't we can't neglect the rest of this really 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 good 49ers offense you've got George Kittle Brandon Ayuk Debo Samuel 
I expect to see each and every one of them significantly involved in this 49ers passing attack. And I expect the 49ers to get up early and just keep, keep scoring. I don't see them taking an easy. I don't see the Packers defense getting too many stops. The biggest thing is that the team, the offense makes it through healthy. But yeah, Daniel, if you had to guess, how is the passing attack going to go? I think they're going to be pretty dang aggressive. I expect the Niners to be aggressive in the passing game. Uh, Purdy has shown that he can handle that. I think Purdy really likes to do that. And so I expect them to be taking some good shots. Normally the aggressive shots go to Brandon Ayuk. I think when he uh, when Brock Purdy is, is trying to make something brilliant or a little edgy happen, so to speak, Brandon Ayuk is normally his target for that. Uh, I yeah, think a lot of I agree. the maybe safer plays is where it's Debo and Kittle or obviously more of these screen plays or short passes is certainly Debo's game in his realm. Uh, yeah, I, I expect um, everybody to be involved. I don't expect anyone to be missing out on on any reps here. Not that everyone's going get to get a touchdown, uh, but I certainly believe that everyone will be getting some sort of part of the meal here, so to speak, and... Uh, I'm excited to see how that goes. I'm excited to see the Packers try to cover everybody, and I think I think this might be a game where the Niners are looking at the opposing defense, the Packers' defense, and trying to see, hey, are you giving anyone room? I'm not sure if that's how they normally operate uh, as an offense where it's like, okay, you know, are they covering more of Debo instead of Ayuk? Great, let's, let's give the ball to Ayuk instead and make them shift. I'm not sure how the offense kind of rolls with that normally, but I certainly do know that if if they are not careful with every personnel on our offense, then they're going to lose very quickly. That is going to be a bullet they're going to bite hard, and there might not be enough time left to recover from that. So we'll see exactly how that plays out, but something that is important to note is that Trent Williams is healthy and I feel pretty unstoppable when we have Trent Williams. So very thankful that he's in, that he's healthy. Um, gosh, I would love to see a touchdown from Kyle Juszczyk just cause that's fun, but I don't, I don't have too many other thoughts other than they're going to roll. I, I really think that, uh, yeah, the, these Packers are on a hot streak. They're on a, is it a six game winning streak? I think like, I think it just might be. It might even be. Yeah, they've been be seven. They've been playing really, really well down the stretch here. This offense Absolutely. is cooking, and and Jordan Love is is playing really, really good. But I just I think the 49ers defense is going to be too much for them. Yeah, I think that they have not played a team like the Niners at this in their win streak. Um, trying to find who they played week 18 oh they played the bears won 17 to 9 uh so nothing crazy there they beat the vikings in week 17 33 to 10 so they've won their won their games pretty pretty handedly here uh they beat the panthers 33 to 30 in week 16 so kind of going back they definitely have been scoring they've definitely been winning their games but again like the bears and the panthers were in uh two of the last games we just went over this is the San Francisco 49ers who are also on a hot streak or also killing it. And so I expect their their run to be stopped very quickly. 
their their run on the win streak, but also their run game. I just I do not see Aaron Jones having the same game that he did against the Cowboys. I do not see him rushing for 100 yards, and if he does, it will be on more attempts than just 21. And I do not see him getting three touchdowns. And uh, I think that if Jordan Love is not clean and careful, one or two turnovers could could be just enough to cost him this game. Yeah, I think that's a really, really good call out, right? I, I, I think that is something that could be really, really big is those is is Jordan Love's inexperience. And he's been playing so well, but he's also similarly to like we've seen many quarterbacks before Brock Purdy. Some people would say Brock Purdy's one. I don't think he is. But we've seen many quarterbacks before Purdy protected by Kyle Shanahan's offensive scheme and ability to, to, to cook up an offense, right? Matt LaFleur is also really, really, really good, right? Jordan Love's clearly a good quarterback. I don't, I don't think that's questionable. But how much of it has been protected by Matt LaFleur, right? And if a lot of it is protected by him, Kyle Shanahan's going to know the rules. Kyle Shanahan taught Matt LaFleur everything he knows, right? It all comes from Kyle's dad. Matt LaFleur was merely adopted the Shanahan offense. Kyle Shanahan was literally born in it, right? <laughs> and so you you have these this, this offensive knowledge that Kyle Shanahan's going to bring to the table and I think a lot of that offensive scheme is what gave Jordan Love this this early success out of the box and Kyle Shanahan is going to know those rules. He's going to give them to Steve Wilkes and Steve Wilkes is going to break them. So at some point Jordan Love will be asked to make plays beyond the offensive scheme. Clearly he's capable of that, but is he going to be capable time and time and time again? I don't know. It, it seems like we're going to be putting him in a position to make a mistake, which is understandable for someone with his inexperience. But I, I think he will be, if the 49ers pressure him and, and give him weird looks and put him in weird situations where he might make a mistake, he's going to make one eventually, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... I, I mean, I love the uh, stats that we have to go off of of Kyle versus Matt. I don't want to mention them too strongly, just in just in case. But <clears throat> in the, the past, Kyle Shanahan has has triumphed over Matt Lafleur many a times, and sometimes pretty badly. So I'm excited. I'm hoping that that is the case again. I. I really don't see why it wouldn't be it is where I'm at. I really don't know why the Niners aren't or wouldn't run away with it. Um, yeah, I'm always biased, I admit it, but uh, I know this Packers team has been good, but I just don't think that they have played any team that is as high of a level as is functioning at as high of a level as the Niners are right now. And so I just, I would be, Obviously, I would be very upset and very shocked if it goes any other way. So, Timmy, do we have anything else we want to mention or do we want to end with some bold predictions? No, I mean, I, I, I think this is going to come down. I Obviously, I'm hesitant. Like, I don't want to jinx anything. But I think if you had to summarize this game, it's going to come down to the Packers' youth and inexperience against a 49ers team that is just full of professionals who get business done. Right, and, and in the playoffs, it that. comes down to can you get it done? Yeah, some people don't care about the the experience or the age, and I am not one of those people. 
I think that that is uh, a big factor. I think that we have seen that all over sports where the veterans who are who have been there who are able to get it done and understand that it is now or never and aren't caring about a lot of the other things, they are able to get it done more than uh, some of the young guys are, even if the young guys might be better at a certain point. Yeah, I totally agree. Let's uh, let's move it over to some bold predictions. I kind of already said one with saying that I believe Christian McCaffrey will be the first touchdown of the game. And for I don't care who gets the kickoff, I think that Christian McCaffrey will, will be the first touchdown of the game. Love it. Love it. I'm going to go, hmm, I'm going to say Brock Purdy has four passing touchdowns. Oh, baby. And I'm going to give another one. I think the 49ers defense is going to have two or more interceptions. Wow, that is a stomping of a prediction both ways. Yeah. I mean, I you got to, is it, is it's not called mild predictions? Ha! <laughs> ah, I love it. Um, trying to think of another one for you. I already went offense. I want to go defense. You've got the interceptions. Uh, maybe it's piggybacking off of yours, but uh, Traverius Ward will be getting one of those interceptions. Oh, given some Warm specifics. It. I love it. Be- because he's had so many pass deflections, I was almost saying, like, he's going to have three pass deflections. And I'm like, uh, Ooh, that, that would be a good one, too. He had 21 in a season of... 17 games so i don't know if that's fair to say at all but who knows that's that's half a prediction right there yeah totally totally agree well thank you for tuning in everyone we always appreciate it go 49ers enjoy the playoffs and we'll be back here next week daniel any parting thoughts to the listeners This is good football. We get to watch Niners fans enjoy it. Stay safe out there, everybody.